This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to One Shot Network. I'm your host, Noir. I go by he, they, and we did it, y'all. We're at the finish line, episode four of our Urban Shadows podcast. I just really want to take some time to say thank you for joining us on this adventure and giving us a chance. Uh, I really I really have enjoyed telling this wacky story with uh, some of my closest friends, and the fact that you are listening to this is just a blessing. It's been a honor and a privilege to be able to host this, and without any further gushing, let's just get into it. Can tell you exactly what <laughs> i do yes uh the moment i see the opening is big enough he full-on like super kicks the box down into the sub basement and then closes it <laughs> like <laughs> he hears he hears like robbery he hears like screams and stuff like that no his first his first thing is to get the sword into the hidey hole so he kicks it just like like Shawn michael style super kicks that thing right down the stairs and just immediately just closes it up again oh you know what i'm gonna let's have some fun with this we're gonna make this a roll let's go ahead and make this a keep your cool you're gonna roll 2d6 plus spirit to see if you're like able to hear it yep I roll a whopping four. I bust my foot on the edge of that crate. And start- <laughs> you're able to get this. You're able to get the sword where you want it to go, but the mm-hmm. problem is it made a ruckus. Okay. And now uh, I'm gonna say it's a total of six covered up henchmen. Uh, three of them are now heading directly to your location. Kazoodle, you kind of see them running past you. Would you mm. like to do anything as they're running past you? Kazoodle flashes back to an earlier time in his life uh, when he was a younger wizard. He had, he had just acquired his powers uh, from his master. And there were three highwaymen who uh, like ran past him and uh, somebody comes up to him afterwards and goes, you're a powerful wizard. Why didn't you stop those highwaymen? And <laughs> Kazoodle said, it's not my problem. Although younger and sexier because he was young and sexy then. And then we, we cut forward to the future where the highwaymen have killed his uncle and his uncle is dying in his arms. And Kazoodle, Kazoodle like kind of zoned out on the things that his uncle was saying to him and then like comes back to the present time and goes, well, I don't have any more uncles who can die. So not my problem. <laughs> Into the kazoodle verse. <laughs> yep. Oh, 
Alright, so you just let these guys go one by, having learned nothing from the first time. I love it. Um, okay, and so, Ziggy, uh, the sword goes to its location, and you look, and as, t- as soon as you turn your head, there are three masked individuals, guns trained on you. Now, the thing is, you're freaking demon. Like, guns will hurt, but you can take the hurt long enough to kill them. But you also understand it's kind of it's kind of the purview not to let humans know that there are other things here. So how would you like to navigate this situation? Oh, that's easy. <clears throat> Please don't shoot! Don't shoot! Don't shoot! I don't, I don't, I'm I'm I don't have anything. I don't have a we- I don't have a gun on me. <laughs> Go ahead and roll me a uh, a mislead distractor trick. So that's going to be 2d6 plus your mind. Okay. I roll a 9 plus 2. Oh. Oh, they buy it hook, line, and sinker. Mm-hmm. Like, sinker. Like, your knees are shaking. Your eyes yeah. are doing that welling up thing. And they're just like, are you, you the guy that runs this place? That's right. That's right. Yeah, this just just take what you need. Oh, oh, where's the where's the money? <laughs> the, the the money it's 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 all it's all up in the front. It's it's all behind the register. Uh, there's a safe underneath underneath the register in the front. All right, and there's there's a third one who whose his gun is has not been trained on you just in your direction with the barrel pointed down, and he goes, "Yeah, and where and, and where's the rock?" I'm going to figure him out. <laughs> Go ahead. That is going to be a 2d6 plus your mind. Um, it is, and also, uh, I'm a demon. Yes, you are. And so I can read what his desires are, what he is doing. So I'm going to use my uh, uh, my biz, my one of the moves that I chose, which is measure your mark. Okay. Um, so, but it only works if I succeed. So mm-hmm. we have to find out if I actually roll. Let's get it. Let's see. I roll an eight. On an eight, you know that this person abhors what he's being uh, taking part in. Mm-hmm. He has no interest in hurting anyone, and he's distracted because he's keeping an eye on the people he came with to make sure they don't hurt anybody. What he wants is is very clear. He wants the rock. Why he wants the rock, you're not quite sure. But that's what you get. I can add the following questions to the list because of Measure Your Mark. Mm-hmm. I can find out what pressing need does he have that I can address. And what's the most valuable thing he'd offer me for sale? You know people that have lived a very regimented life. Mm-hmm. They were, you, you've known soldiers. You've known you know, police officers mm-hmm. and you there's a look of burnout in their eyes where mm-hmm. they accept that this is all that they're going to be doing. Okay. He wants out of the regiment. He wants chaos. He wants freedom, but on his terms. Oh, how I sympathize with him. So, so sympathize with him. <laughs> And that's where the camera's gonna zoom 
back out. Yeah, as his smile begins to crack across my face as I'm watching him. (laughs) To the front of how, uh, to the front, uh, you all are in the car. You see this all go down. It, It happened like lightning. What would you like to do? Gideon grabs the umbrella and, uh, all right, well, let's start helping people, I suppose. And uh, the I ones w- in the masks? No, we're going to be stopping them. Um, I am going to, I have a move called Protect and Serve. Uh, when you mm-hmm. read a charge situation, this definitely qualifies. I get to roll with mind and I get to ask you some questions. Okay, go for it. That's much better than my first roll, but uh, it's a five and a four, which is a nine plus two, which is an 11. Yep. That gives you, what, two questions and a plus one? Uh, Two questions and a plus one forward on the answers. Okay. Where's my way in or way past them? There is a general front of house entrance, and then there is the back entrance. However, I am going to say you are keenly aware that the back entrance, entrance, sometimes it works, sometimes it's a brick wall. It's really up to the discretion of the owner. And my next question is, what should I be on the lookout for? You know the patrons of this establishment. This is where the supernatural go to vibe you get a look at these guys as they come in and it's not hard at all for you to tell that they are all humans regular dudes and it's it's worse than that they're humans that think they have the upper hand and they are walking into a bar where people laugh at the artillery they walked in with oh sweet babies all it's gonna take is one one of them to not be entertained by this anymore. And then it's not a a robbery. It's a massacre. (laughs) It's going to be eating time. All right. Yeah. The violence violence is only held off by how amused the patrons are, honestly. Mm. (laughs) As soon as someone gets bored, people die. And yeah, not vampires the, in there right patrons. now that are giggling of how charming this is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how long has it been since we've been robbed? <laughs> the entertainment is, value is fantastic oh, here. So adorable. <laughs> Everything this club does is so sexy. I didn't know we were doing <laughs> robbing kinks. Yes. Oh, oh no, you have to pat me down us. for my wallet. I misplaced it. I think it. we can't tell who they are, that we haven't smelled their blood type and know which part of town they're coming from. So we need to get these people away from the patrons and we need to stop them. Yeah, yeah. Uh all right. Astrid tumbles out of the car uh, and Astrid runs. we can't we can't do wolf things. They're yeah. regular people. <laughs> I won't, I won't. And Astrid is just gonna run in and then run towards the computer to clock in. I was gonna say Morgan Freeman voice, but Astrid was gonna do wolf. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're you're running in. That's gonna be a roll. To I'm gonna say this is to trick. You're tr- you're trying to portray 
somebody that's so late for their shift they don't notice the place is being robbed (sighs) (laughs) is astrid tricking though because astrid is like all right these dudes just ran in with guns and i'm late for work like stage capitalism (laughs) i i will give you a choice this is either keep your cool you're gonna roll 2d6 with spirit or a mislead distractor trick you're gonna roll 2d6 with mind those are your two choices I'm gonna keep my cool okay. or try to. Nice. Okay. Um. Ooh. Hold on. I have something for this. <laughs> As. Nope. That's for letting it out. <laughs> we'll save that for later. <laughs> oh. Okay. I got a ten plus one. I got an eleven. Oh yeah. And so you run right past one of these guys, and he goes, "Hey, wait!" And like gun trained on you, and then he sees you clock in, and he goes. No, I feel that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, I, I, I get you. Ooh, I, this is rough. Be- yeah, 20 minutes late. Shit. They ain't sure the payroll here, right? Because I I feel like I want the oh, yeah, money. They, I they want pay the money. really well, yeah. Okay. Money's in that safe I mean, over there. I, yeah. I don't have this the code. I, I mean, just work shifts. I, I get that. I also, uh, get down on the ground. You know, you know what it is. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I... You know, rough, oh. rough day at work, but get all uh, you know, hands oh, in the air. Yeah. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> get on my knees, put my hands up. Yeah, I'm getting paid. It's fine. And honestly, like you, you, you're 35 minutes past the hour, unless you start at like 9:35, oh. which is weird, a weird start time. But I, I'll say you were here before. Okay, yeah. And I stopped you from clocking it. Listen, we got to take care of each other. This is the beginning of a beautiful (laughs) friendship. Wait, wait, I pull out my phone. I'm like, hey, I need to record that. (laughs) Yeah, all right, wait, wait. I I already shipped these two. (laughs) Yeah, it's working out. This is the meet cute we all needed. (laughs) Like, let me know when you started recording. Uh, starting now. Hey, you're not clocking in. I don't care what you say. I'll blow your fucking head off. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, uh, it is currently uh, uh, nine twenty nine. I agree with that. That is that is what the time is. But you are not clocking in on time. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Don't shoot. I, I will if you try to clock in. <laughs> Stop. That one. Cl- Stop recording. That one lives. <laughs> and that's all I do. I just chill. Yeah, after that, Inky Gefty, he sees he pressed the button, he goes, Was that good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. All right, all right, cool. All right, yeah, hands in the other. This yeah. reminds me of that scene with Bobby Draper in The Expanse where the guy's like, Could you just punch me and like rough me up to make it look like <laughs> I tried to stop you? <laughs> uh, you are able to get a gauge. There are three people in front of house just kind of keeping everybody down. And. I'm going to give you a figure someone out check. Go ahead, roll me 2d6 plus mine. Okay. I rolled an eight plus zero. Eight. You recognize a wolf from a rival pack. Oh. And you see that they're being told to put their hands in the air and get down. And you ever see a construction worker just get off a shift and... All they want is a beer and to be left alone. This is that guy. (laughs) And somebody is yelling at him and agitating him. 
and, and you- his friend, the policeman, and uh... <laughs> it, like you can smell like this dude is getting ready to to change and go full wolf. Yeah, someone's about to decorate the walls of my <laughs> establishment. Oh, um, I will. <laughs> I will growl at him. I will do like a partial transformation where my voice box and my gullet will uh, thicken and enlarge. And I will have a very deep bestial growl over at this individual. Because of a skill you took, you can do this where you can partially change without being noticed. This is going to be a let it out roll, though. Okay. And that's going to be 2d6 plus spirit. After that, we're going to get back to the uh, other folks in the front and see what's going on with you folks. Okay, cool. I also have an ongoing plus one to this, so that's going to be a 10. 8 plus 2. You let out this guttural growl. And this other wolf makes direct eye contact with you. And you can see how close he got to changing because his eyes are a piercing gold. And he just, he kind of gets your meaning. I lower my chin so that I'm looking up. Mm. My eyebrows towards them. Don't you even think about it. And the robber goes, hands in the air, get on the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the other the other wolf gives in, puts his hands in the air, it gets down on the ground, never once breaking eye contact with you. The camera zooms out of the bar and what do we see Gideon and Foxglove doing? Oh, Gideon had turned away from Foxglove. That left them unsupervised for over three seconds. What did Foxglove do? <laughs> well, Astrid has the front of the house covered, and Ziggy will let me in. Through the back, he owes me, I owe him, which means he wants to collect from me, which is basically... Extra, extra in his interest to do stuff that I like. Okay. Um, my hope is to try to be able to interface with the ones that are moving away from Ziggy. I'm going to say just because you were all the way outside and they're all inside, <laughs> you're able to cir- circumnavigate uh, the area with ease. So you're in the back and you would, I would say, Correct me if I'm wrong, Ziggy, but Ziggy would have pretty much given you a way to get access to the back entrance. Yeah, my my group here can they have VIP yeah. passes. They can come in whenever they want, except Kazoodle. <laughs> Kazoodle usually has to fight his way through the front door. But <laughs> like, I'm a very important. But he's done it three times. He's oh. done it three times, and it's and honestly, it's why he doesn't get a pass because I just love seeing it every single time. <laughs> He, and plus, it keeps the guards on the toes. Like, they do need to be able to stop him, and they can't. So, no, I'm not going to save them. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Ziggy, you make it towards the back. You see you see Ziggy basically being watched by uh, two individuals with guns, and one of them is searching around for something. It looks as though they're about to make their way into Ziggy's back office. I am going to cast a glamour into the back office. 
Okay, let's, what are you doing? If they open the door, Mm -hmm. it will be labyrinthine hallways and mirrors. I'll just run them in a a little circle. Go ahead and roll me that sweet, sweet fey magic. All right. What do I add to this? Is this a mislead or trick? Yep. So if you're going to roll mind. For me, it is heart because of one of my little fey abilities, which gives me a plus two, which makes that a ten. They open the door and they see the labyrinth. And instead of walking in, you just hear, no, 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 no. Where are you? Where are you? (laughs) And you see they're looking around and they're going to the front of the house. Everybody in the front of the house, you just see a masked gunman yelling, where are you? I know you're here. I know you're here. While this is happening, the guy that I had red mm-hmm. i'm gonna just take the corruption and use an ability let's do it called sweeten the deal <laughs> when you persuade an npc with a deal that's tilted heavily in their favor being you know masked gunmen that have all got us on on the defensive here mm-hmm. uh uh mark a corruption and i can take a 12 plus instead of rolling so the one that you read is the one that's rock- rocking around trying to figure out what's going on mm-hmm. as he's watching him Doing that, mm-hmm. unless unless there's something else. But, oh no! Go, um, go, tell me. Yeah, go ahead. Tell me. He's going to say very quietly, and yet it will be loud in the man's ears mm-hmm. from thirty feet away. Yeah. <laughs> and Ziggy is going to just say, "You're never you getting never out of this unless you stop them. them. The only the way, way through, through is through them. them. You, you could be, be a hero, hero right now. now. The one the that one stopped, stopped everything. everything. Break, Break free. Roll me persuaded NPC. I." Shouldn't have. Oh, to, that's so, that's right. You already did yeah, it. It's a twelve plus <laughs> for a persuade check. You see this man go from being panicked, like "Where are you? I know you're here," to he just stops, raises his hand, and does this. Zoodle, you immediately recognize an enchantment spell being dismissed. Ugh. You see, Ugh. Oh, God, it stinks every time. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you all see the masked gunmen drop their weapons. Look around going, where the hell am I? And. Oh, that's the way it is. They look. One of them looks down at the at the werewolf who was just drinking his beer. And the werewolf stands up and goes. Run. <laughs> and he bolts. And the rest of the mascot men bolt. Except for the one who takes off his ski mask. And you see the ward. Oh. Gideon sort of straightens their suit and walks uh, after watching everybody leave, uh, holding the umbrella. Well, that. Uh, Turned out quite poorly for you. I thought you wanted to go. Look, it's the kid. Didn't look like you were going to help me. So plan B. A little enchantment trick that I learned in the Feywild. Nicely done. Quite handy. Good technique. Tell me that someday. (laughs) Um, I'm fully capable of representing you if that's what you want. But I will 
let you know that uh, you are dealing with matters that are far above the laws of mortal or even more powerful beings. As you say that, Astrid is behind the bar cleaning glasses <laughs> and she stops and she looks at Gideon. Uh, did Ariel come in with you? No, I thought he was with you. No? There's an angel here to see you, by the way. But you, you don't have to talk to anyone if you don't want to talk to anyone. I can represent you. That is when the illusion of the Fae that exists in this doorframe shatters beneath the sheer force of divine will. And in all of his golden glory, you see Uriel standing next to the sword in the stone. Wait a minute. I had the sword in the stone. So what happened? Oh, it's it, no, he's in the same room with it. Oh, okay. Oh, so, if he's in the same room with it, then mm -hmm. he's in the back stairwell. Cause I'm currently dragging that thing down the stairs. Oh, okay. My, my mistake. Oh, well then he is. No, it's the landing and they zoom out and it, 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 it's really. We can see the center of every stair is like <laughs> extremely badly damaged. And there's this deep groove in the floor where he's been painstakingly dragging it down stair after stair. Yeah, Uriel kind of just appears next to the box thinking it's in there, but instead you just hear this thunk, 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 you know, Zoodle's just dragging this by the sword. You know what? I, I like that, and that's how we're playing it. He, he, he's in this room with this box, and he goes, Enough games. The time for the chosen one, the time for the once and future king has come. Come, and I will no longer be distracted by the foolishness and the greed of men. You will, he grabs the box, you will pull this sword. And he pulls out the box, and there is nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Stupid. You're so <laughs> stupid. Sorry, UHF. And he goes, <laughs> Enough! And his wings spread. Oh boy! In full glory, and he goes, "Where's the stone?" Oh boy! And Kazoodle, you hear this wherever you are. Just the enraged voice of an archangel, probably only a couple of, like a a, a good couple of feet from you. <laughs> yeah, Kazoodle is actually going to have difficulty uh, focusing on that because currently he's having a shouting match with the <laughs> uh, rideshare driver that he ordered who refuses to take the sword and the stone in the back uh, of yeah. their car. Listen, Can't bring weapons, man. Listen, man, I told if you wanted to carry that, order Uber XL. I've got it a costs six dollars more. I'm not doing that. You're already here. It's a Corolla. I can't fit a boulder with a sword in it. We'll just lean it out a window. It's cool. 
I'm gonna get pulled over by the cops. Roll persuaded NPC. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Oh I'm gonna say this is at a negative one though because he's got a Corolla. What what stat <laughs> is this key off of again? Oh, uh, that is going to be mine. mine. Okay. Yes. So I do. All right. Oh, baby, that is a ten. Nice. Nice. Uh, you just see. You just see this this poor dude open up his trunk and pulls out some bungee cords and he goes, you're lifting. (laughs) 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 And so while you all are securing the weapon that will signal the end of the apocalypse Mm -hmm. onto a 2013 Toyota Corolla LE, uh, <laughs> Uriel, the sword of God, is holding a cardboard box filled with a righteous rage, and the ward comes into his view, and he's beginning to make his way towards the boy, and he is backing up, and what would the rest of you like to do? Gideon is going to sort of interpose themselves between um, uh, the sword of God and this young boy, because this is their client. Hey, you made it to the middle of the podcast. For the last time, I'm going to try not to get emotional as I read you this lovely ad read. Hey, did you know that One Shot Network's very own James D'Amato has a card deck out that helps you spark in-game conversations and get to know your characters better? Well, now you do. It's called the Ultimate RPG Campfire Card Deck. It's available all over online. Take your tabletop roleplay to the next level with this first-of-its-kind card deck filled with questions to help you get to know your character and your party. Pick it up now for $19.99 at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, BAM! Books a Million, and other online retailers. Hey, while I got you here one last time, I thought I'd tell you where else you might be able to find me. Every Monday, I perform with the Streampunks over on Alt Haven's Twitch channel. That's twitch.tv slash Althaven. We are telling the story currently of a bunch of survivors trapped in the Crustaceous period in a game called Silver Creek Legacy. So, uh, check us out. (laughs) And now, for a message from our spot. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I appreciate what you're trying to do here, but uh, my client does not wish to speak with you at this moment. Your services are no longer required, move attorney, or I will move you. My services aren't uh, pledged to you currently, they're pledged to the ward. We are not in the court of law. No, but the laws of the land still apply, and if I do recall there is something about how uh how old are you 
16. Uh, he is a minor and uh, should not speak to anybody without an attorney present or a legal advocate. Usually it would fall to a guardian. And uh, I... there's uh, something I do recall in scripture about how the laws of God are the laws of Render God. Render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. Render unto me what is mine. I am well aware of it. I and Metatron were the ones that whispered the words into the ears of the men that wrote it. Yes, uh, true. Uh, and thus, uh, you cannot coerce a minor to do anything that... Uh, Oh my God! Okay, we're gonna roll. We're gonna roll to see if you outlawyer the archangel. <laughs> Can I just say while this is happening, Ziggy is like crawling on all fours in the very back and like darting between places to hide and is trying to make his way out the back door. Oh, at this point, he is trying to avoid Uriel at all costs. <laughs> And as, and as he watches his friends, who he hasn't seen for a hot minute, try to talk up Uriel, knowing full well how that's going to go, he's just going to keep making his way out. You, that's perfect, because you see, you see Kazoodle and a poor Uber driver trying to bungee the sword of the stone onto a 2013 Toyota Corolla LE <laughs> and it's beige. Yeah, no, he, Ziggy's going to stare at that and be like, it's, yes, this, this would be how the apocalypse happens. <laughs> yes, no, this, this, this seems right. Oh, hey, Ziggy. Don't worry about it. I've got a backup plan. Everything's cool. You know the Archangel Uriel is here for that thing. Oh, shit. We gotta go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you do that. <laughs> because wherever that thing goes, Uriel will be following and shrugs. I have a bit of history with Uriel and I prefer to stay out of the... Archangel's way. But, um, good luck. Kazoodle, good luck. And, uh, you know, I hope this works out for you. I hope the Council of Merlin understands everything you're about to sacrifice for them. What are you two talking about? This is the weirdest ride I've ever accepted. Look, man, if the Archangel Uriel wants this sword and stone, and more importantly, wants my friggin' kid, he's gonna have to keep up with the 169 horses underneath this roof. Kazoodle slaps the top of the Corolla uh, and the shocks like visibly sink a little bit. I'm getting this baby back to the Sanctum Sanctorum and I'm doing my backup plan. Oh, this baby can fit so much sword and stone in it. <laughs> Uh, this baby can fit so many once and future kings. Anita, can I have you roll me a get in the way check? Uh, uh, you're going to be rolling with, uh, I believe you're going to be rolling using Mortalis. Ooh, uh, I am not mm. good at Mortalis. Ooh. Ooh. Not power? Come on. Oh, no, no, it is power. You are power. I'm sorry. I was thinking legalese but no it's it's you are a sworn so okay it's power. uh that is a seven plus two for a nine that's my partner <laughs> that's a mixed success uriel says i understand that you are good at what you do and what you do has a place in the world i cannot deny that 
your rulings that I cannot interfere based on scripture, however, is flawed. But I am willing to put it to the test. And he pulls out his flaming sword. Oh, geez. He has that? Is, which one? Which one do I guess I've got one of the other ones? <laughs> Does he have? Oh no, he has his flaming long sword. You have his flaming great sword. Oh, oh geez, he's he is totally the barbarian from Diablo Four. He's a sword guy, you know. <laughs> you go into his room; it's all swords. It's everything swords. It's all coming up swords. And he goes, "If you are so correct, then the will of the Father should stop me." And you are going to take two harm as he s cuts you down. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Yes. Oh, jeez. That's a lot. That's a lot oh, of harm. Did they, but they just, Uriel just threatened Foxglove's partner. So this is going to get really. Yes. This is going to get very Foxglove-y in a second. So that means that I'm at uh, Sirius. Yes, you are. All right. Oh, don't worry about it. Oh, can, no. can I do something in response? Absolutely. I'd like to grab a hold of the sword that sinks into my shoulder. Mm hmm And I'd like to let it out. Yeah! Romeo, let it out! We were wondering when who was going to do it first. Uh, that is, uh, what do I do to let it out? Is that a roll plus power? Plus spirit. Again? It's plus spirit. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay, that's double force for an eight. All right. On a hit, mark corruption and activate your ability. Uh, it is costly, limited, and unstable. I would like to cloak myself in magical armor, expending it to ignore all harm one time. Okay. So here's, here's the deal. It is costly, limited, mm -hmm. and unstable. Absolutely. You are currently in a room surrounded by magic. I am going to say that you are able to, just in the nick of time, armor yourself up. Okay. And you push him back. And you push him into Wobbles. <laughs> and Wobbles goes, How's your moment? How's your moment, Wobbles? Scare this angel! Fight! <laughs> and you just see the patrons of this bar. Classic bar fight. Oh boy. Throwing things. There are werewolves shifting, vampires basically getting out of there. Um, you too see a couple of the vampires making a beeline in the direction of where some of the masked men ran off to. It is just becoming an untenable scene here. For the folks outside, I said two vampires are making a beeline towards the mass figures. I lied. One of them is going, hey, is that an Uber? <laughs> you mind splitting one? Oh man, hell yeah! <laughs> awesome! Uh, I need to get out of there. There's a bar fight starting. I can't get involved in that. Uh, he, I groan. Oh, that <laughs> place sucks. There's barely any foot stuff going on there. Come on in. <laughs> he just gets in the Uber. Ziggy, you know this patron. You know what they are. And as they close the door, they kind of give you a wink and a nod like, dinner time. Because <sighs> it'll, 
I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> yeah, see you around, buddy, after I've saved the world. Mm-hmm. That's the Uber. Or condemned it to destruction. I cannot remember which. Either way, I'll see you again. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take long. The Uber driver finds fangs in the neck. Kazoodle, you see this going down. You know that this vampire has full intentions of making you next on the... Like, the car only goes down, like, a block before he lets out uh, lets out his vampirism. Uh, what would you like to do while that happens? I think, like, me and the Uber driver had gotten to, like, really know each other while we were strapping the... <laughs> strapping the the sword onto uh the vehicle um i i think because i rolled a 10 on on convincing them so like this is something mm -hmm. that they should not have agreed to and eventually yeah. ended up agreeing to i feel like we found a lot of common ground and right. what i think is i experienced a moment of intimacy with that person um <laughs> i'll give it to you i'll give it to you <laughs> yeah well, I don't know how this benefits me in any way possible, so I, I, I don't know why you wouldn't give it to me. Um, and, that's, you know, I have, ask, I have to ask that's myself, so funny. do I really care about this person? And while they are getting bitten by the vampire and blood is like spraying all over the interior of the 2013 Toyota Corolla, I flash back in all the moments we had together. I flash back on that argument that we had. I flash back at us using bungee cords to strap the sword and the stone to their Corolla. I flash back on uh, the moment we turned on the car radio and it was always by erasure and we both started singing together. And then I flash back to the moment I invited the vampire into the Corolla. And I realized that, yeah, I do. I really do care about about this rideshare driver, which means that we form a sympathetic connection and I now feel what it's like to have the vampire bite my neck. So mm -hmm. while that guy is screaming, I am also screaming. <laughs> oh, all right. And he stops draining the Uber driver, and he goes, thanks for the split, and he gets ready to lunge at you. Hold on one minute. Huh? If you drink even one drop of my sexy, sexy blood, I'll curse your dick. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be on a t-shirt. <laughs> Writing that down. <laughs> I'm writing that. <laughs> you know, when you GM a I game, you, you, the balls. You, you, you have to prepare for a lot of things. I was not prepared for that. That this is gonna be a roll. I just, I just have to figure out. Like, you know what? I'm gonna say this is because you're not lying. I think you would do it. Yeah, this is. Oh, he'd do it. This yeah, is gonna, he will do it. This is gonna be a persuade an NPC. Persuade. All right. Yeah, you're gonna roll with heart. You gotta persuade him that you are going to do this thing to him. Oh, with heart. Heart is not my good one. Um, that is going to make it a six. Okay. Yeah, he goes. Uh, they got pills for that, and he just goes. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to attack. What do you do? I uh, 
I like, as he bites me, I like lean forward, uh, screaming in pain and go, oh, my blood, my blood is leaving my body. Oh, oh. And I bring the snub nosed revolver up under, <laughs> like behind my armpit and I shoot and I'm going to shoot him in the dick. <laughs> you have You're going to cast gun. <laughs> okay, roll turn to violence. This is gonna be two d six with blood. Okay, on his deck, blood. Uh, yeah. We're not gonna get into the messy details here, but we're just gonna say this individual will have been shot. Will have been shot. Ain't no pill gonna help you now. I'm gonna mark <laughs> uh, corruption. Uh huh. And I'm gonna use the dark arts. So I'm gonna shoot him in the dick in a forbidden way. <laughs> um. <laughs> So that way I can roll using spirit <laughs> instead of blood, which is slightly okay. better. Okay. And that is an eight. This is absolutely forbidden magic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you- My apprentice, I must give you a dire warning. In the future, they will have wands made of steel, and they will have insides made of sulfur, shooting out bits of lead. And you must never, ever shoot another man in the dick. But you, but you do, and the vampire- Pulls things back in, in, into the disguise mode. It looks you in the eye and goes, I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> and hey, like, man. hey, man, I tried not to do it. Now, I freaking tried. I, I, I freaking tried. You don't do that, man. You don't do that. You don't shoot, a, <laughs> you don't shoot another person. In the, he just opens the door. I can't you bit my ride chair driver. Yeah, I'm a vampire. I do Asshole! You, you shot get me the fuck out of here! Look at my That's pants. the one that we get! These are doctors! They <laughs> <laughs> just walk Just not hurt, but indignant. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't believe on this Tuesday night, you shot me in the dick and <laughs> he just walks out. From from now on, that guy's dick is cursed. Um, and every time he tries to like pee standing up, it'll come out in two streams that never fit in the bowl. So he's in real trouble. And he's gonna wish. The, and back in the bar, we see an angel just being mobbed by demons, werewolves, vampires, imps, just. And he's just swinging uh, this flaming sword around. Astrid is trying to clean. Poor <laughs> Astrid. I'm going to give Put that I'm down. Give put, put that down. They're going to get a raise. I'm going to give them a raise for this. this is... <laughs> Hell yeah. I got credit cards to pay off. All the mass men ran off except the one who's just like. I wasn't enchanted. I just needed a job. Uh, I'm sorry about this. Oh man, is that sword on fire? Look, listen, this get... just just get back here. All right, grab okay. a rag. All right, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll... I was a... hired this guy. Too. I was a bar back for a while there, so yeah, you, you can leave. 
eagerly this mess to me and work on me out. Yeah, yeah, I grab a broom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the best. And finally, the ward goes, enough! And Uriel stops, the wolf stops, the vampire stops, everybody stops. And he goes, If I grab the damn thing, put it into this madness. I didn't mean for all of this to happen. I just, I just wanted to make a choice for myself for once. I, I was given a wizard's. When the moment I was born and I was trained by this wackadoo old man and then I finally get out and I go to the fable and all they do is trick people all the time. I just, I just want normal. Just, I just want a little bit of normal. Uriel says, it is not normal that you are destined for, boy. And the Lord looks at Uriel and he goes, don't you think it's a little messed up to, you don't even know my name? Do any of you know my name? You didn't pay the cover fee when you came in. <laughs> you have to point that out. And you're also underage, so I can be in a lot of trouble for being having you in here. So I don't move this outside. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Listen, Kim. Hey, Uriel. Uriel goes demon. No, 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 no. Hold on. No, no. Wait, wait. One second there, because I was behaving myself before you came in here and did all of this. So. I smell what you have that belongs to me, demon. I have <laughs> nothing. You can search me. I have no. I. Why would I ever invoke the wrath of heaven? No, 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 no. I'm here on probation for as far as I'm concerned, and I'm playing by the rules. So <laughs> I, I've got nothing. Uriel, got nothing. Uriel begins to point the flaming sword at in your direction in, and the ward goes if you're supposed to represent what heaven is i don't want to bring that to earth and uriel puts the sword down yeah see kids right you can't do old testament anymore them days are gone he's right he's concerned with making sure a minor it's in an establishment that he's not supposed to be in and it's trying to stop all of this and you are instigating it you you drove me to the point where i enchanted people the way that i was enchanted look i know what's supposed to happen i know what's gonna happen but my first act as a peacekeeper my first act as whatever I'm supposed to be is that all of you 
Everyone in here. Just be freaking nice to each other. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I immediately pipe up like I'm on his side with this. Yeah. Noir, at this point, mm -hmm. I think uh, the ward has a new age rock song uh, playing in his head. <laughs> and he's met with that distorted fisheye vision of Kazoodle's face, except he's covered in blood and is bleeding from the neck. And what? there is a person who next to him who is also covered in blood, who looks barely conscious. Kazoodle is like, has his leg hooked over this person's leg and is like driving the car from the passenger side. Artie, sweetie. You don't have to be so close to the orb, Kazoodle. Artie. Oh, finally, you picked up. This is great. Listen, sweetheart, uh, some things came up. Um, and so daddy is going to his Ugh. sanctum and we're going to do plan B, Artie. We're going to do plan B. I, I've got Uriel here. Oh, we yeah, you don't. Listen, don't worry about him. Don't worry about him. He's don't... got the flaming sword right now. Yeah, he he's really probably angry. got the flaming sword. He's a he yeah. Listen, listen. Uh, Daddy made contingency plans. Oh, I hate you say that. went back in time. <laughs> I went back in time. And yeah. I had your great, 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 great ancestor have an illegitimate child what? Form an illegitimate <laughs> bloodline, and I've got the latest scion of that bloodline in the sanctorum. So what did I'm you do? gonna go home. I'm going to the sanctorum, and we're gonna have that child draw from the stone, and then you can live with daddy. That's that's all. I, I, Marty, sweetheart, daddy's taking care of everything. It, no, no, no. Listen, Kazoodle. I. Oh, I'm sorry, you're breaking up. No, no you're I. Breaking up. I, 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 I know that trick. I can see those chips. I see those chips, Kazoodle. You don't do this. And must have Verizon. <laughs> God damn it. Dude, um, he's got Boost Mobile. <laughs> I, oh, no. I am going to say, this is a escape situation because you uh, feel. Oh. I thought this was a sanctorum role because what I'm trying to do is mm -hmm. have an essential spell component back home, which is the scion of this illegitimate bloodline. Mm. But the ward is attempting to accept his responsibility and pull the sword. So he's trying to bring you and the car to him. So oh, oh shoot, he's order, got the power. Okay. In order to avoid that, you have to escape the situation. So we're gonna oh see. God. We're gonna see which way this works. This is Uriel? two different ends. <laughs> For escape a situation, what stat am I rolling? That is with? blood. Blood. Um. Yeah. Why not? We're gonna mark another corruption. And turn to the dark arts again. <laughs> um. I. I Four feel. Magic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh wait. No, that's only when turning to violence. So I actually can't do that. Unfortunately. Uh, does black magic do anything? No, that's when using sanctum. Okay, uh, yeah, I guess I'll just roll off of blood. Okay. I've got good news, folks. I just rolled a 10. 
Um, oh. And kind of how I picture this moment, there's this great Simpsons gag where one of the Treehouse of Horrors where Homer is death. And there's a chase sequence where Homer's on a oh. motorcycle and there's God is chasing him and it's just a beam of light. It is, I feel like light opens up from the sky trying to draw the sword back to uh, the once and future king. And in a 2013 Toyota Corolla across a nearly dead rideshare driver uh, driving from the passenger side of the car with an enormous stone strapped to the top of it. Uh, there is this chase that weaves uh, throughout the city of Chicago. Obviously, we're crossing all the big landmarks. Uh, we're going to the underside of the city. It is the same shots that you would see in the Blues Brothers, except it's just a big beam of light chasing Kazoodle as uh, he is like swerving around, uh, just narrowly avoiding this divine intervention. All right, and you make it safely to your sanctum where you're able to, with some struggle, but with some magic assistance, it shouldn't be too terribly difficult, bring the sword into your sanctum and the scion is there and they sit and waiting for you in your at your sanctum. Yeah, I think um, where they are. So we this is our first time uh, seeing Kazoodle's sanctum, and and mm -hmm. as I've said, Kazoodle has in his sanctum the uh, scattering of relics. And so we can see uh, all of these relics on displays uh, on display on like IKEA shelves. <laughs> and they are magical relics, but they are all being held by like matching Jinka anime girl statues. <laughs> so they are anime statues that are made to reflect the relic that it is. It's like the embodiment. Of Kazoodle could explain it to you. It's a very long time. The conclusion of that story is it's not weird pervert stuff that he has these statues or that they're anatomically accurate. It's to hold the relics. Right, right. But there is this area of the sanctum uh, that has like this massive like curtain over it. Uh, and Kazoodle like runs up to the curtain and throws it back. And in there, uh, like frozen in what looks like plastic is uh, this teenage boy who looks to be about 17 years old, who's incredibly pale and has long, shaggy, dark hair. And it says on the package, uh, Mordred, scion of an illegitimate bloodline of Arthur. And do you have to activate or like how does well, this it's going to be less valuable if I take him out of the package, but I think we're in an extreme situation here. All right. And he starts wrestling with the package, but it's like one of those plastic packages that's like really difficult to get through. Shell? Yeah. So he Oh, those are the worst. He eventually he has to take out uh his his snub nose revolver from its holster and shoot a few <laughs> holes in it to kind of get it started. Curse the package's dick. But eventually uh he'll get it out of there. Or or, or do you need me to roll my sanctum roll uh to to have this? You know what? I yeah, go ahead and roll your sanctum roll and Depending on the rules, we'll 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 see how this goes. Okay. Um. So that is just a seven. Um. 
which does uh, say I've got pretty much just the thing or, or no, something close, but it's flawed or lacking in some significant way. So here's how this is going to go instead. You get to your sanctum and you put out a spell to find this kid and you make it to your sanctum and he's already there. And you see him on a web, you see him on a computer playing games and he gets off the computer and he goes, you got the sword? Morty, baby. Yeah, Morty, baby. Do you have the sword? Hey, man, it's Zoodle you're talking to. I know. You know I'm good for it. I have been waiting my entire life for this. Do you have it? Morty, I am thousands of years old. Do you know what it takes to be a wizard, Mordred? <laughs> I know what it takes to end one. Well, I'll tell you. It's a myriad, Mordred. A myriad of celibacy. One thousand years. I know how to wait, kid. You don't know anything. But yes, I do have the sword. And no, I don't appreciate your tone. I'm sorry. Can I see the sword? Uh, Kazoodle, like, uh, goes back to the entrance and there is just a long screeching sound that goes on for like five minutes, way longer than anyone should have patience for. There, you know, the screeching will stop several times and you'll just hear heavy panting before it resumes. And eventually, Kazoodle will push the sword and stone in, in total into the room. Mordred, like a spoiled kid on Christmas, runs to the stone, grabs the sword, pulls and it comes out. He looks at the sword expecting something, but nothing happens. He just has a sword in his hand. And he goes, I I did it, I win. This is, this is it. No, you took the first step, the literal first step on a long road. No, no, and he throws the sword down and our camera pans over back to the bar and the lights flicker and dim and Uriel goes, the sword has been pulled. And you see Artie, the ward go, I- I- I'm, I'm sorry. I, I I I know what I was supposed to do. I just Gideon's just gonna place a hand on Artie's back. It's okay. Pulling the sword is only half of it, isn't it? I just I just want it to be normal for a little bit. I know, and there's no harm in that. The problem is, is you can deal with laws and you can deal with deities from heaven or hell, but you're dealing with something much bigger than any of that. You're dealing with fate. Wobbles pulls up from under a bunch of unconscious bodies. He goes, 
Ugh. Well, you made peace between demons, werewolves, vampires, and angels, so... It's not nothing. See what I mean? I think it's time for you to leave. To Uriel. Uriel glares. And looks at Artie, and Artie goes... You heard him. And just with a flap of golden wings, Uriel vanishes. Okay. I was worried about my ceiling for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> right. And I just had that replaced. <laughs> you have no idea how expensive that shit is. Our camera zooms back and out in the scene of chaos sword pulled by one not prophesized and the one prophesized standing in the midst of chaos there is confusion and tension in the city but that is a constant for a city like this maybe it's not what was supposed to happen but it is what did happen what's left now is a kid ready to do good? One disappointed that life requires work. A wizard who is as chaotic as they were the day before. A fae who wanted to bounce until blood was shed. And now they're learning a different aspect of humanity. A businessman who has to pay for some cleanup, but has a new employee. And maybe Astrid has a new friend. Definitely a new uh, fan of the band. Uh, hey, uh, can, it's your turn to get me an iced coffee, by the way. <laughs> Hey, Astrid, uh, by the way, I'm giving you a raise. You've done, great. You've done some great stuff tonight. and um, That's something I was planning on doing anyway. But... Hey, am I going to be a key holder now? Do you actually, <laughs> if I could be honest with you, I wanted to know if uh, you were interested in the bodyguard position. Yeah. I saw the way you made that guy urinate himself a little bit earlier just by staring at him. <laughs> uh, that's um, kind of what I need. That, that gets me paid more? Uh, considerably more, yes. You'll be making close to uh, $6,500 uh, $6, a month. Wow. I'll shake on it. Sure. He extends his hand with a big smile on his face. <laughs> and that was just a peek inside of the supernatural lives of the people in Chicago in these urban shadows. Thank you so much for playing. Thank you so much for listening. And tell your own stories, because I want to listen to yours. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's us. I've been your MC, Master of Ceremonies, Noir. You can find me all over the internet as the Noir Enigma. That's Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Uh, and our fantastic players, Sam, please tell us where we can find you. 
don't worry about finding me. The DC of the perception check is very <laughs> high, but some of my works are caught on record throughout the Twitchernet, my schedule for which is on twitch.tv slash You can also catch weekly science recently published fresh off the presses on my YouTube, youtube.com slash at delevely. All right. And Stella, the werewolf, where can we find you? Hello, hello. I'm Stella Luna on Twitch, Stella Luna TV on all other social media. I do TTRPG producing and performing, so you'll find me playing games like these. Thank you so much for inviting me. I really appreciate it. I had Thank a great time. Thank you for coming. I love Astrid. Yeah. I love you, Noir. Ziggy, where can we find you? Yeah, hi, uh, 16-Bit Eric, uh, across all the socials, I'm a Twitch partner that streams Monday, Wednesdays, and Friday mornings, specific time, and mostly you can find me Monday nights over on Q Times Twitch channel, where I am uh, currently running the Alien RPG Beacon uh, <laughs> with some of the folks that are here in this group, and not at all scaring the hell out of them, so definitely check it out. Um, That's we false! Some, <laughs> we have some more announcements coming up soon. Ah, uh, Gideon, our lawyer <laughs> our sword where can we find you hi everybody i'm anita i was gideon i am a ttrpg producer performer graphic designer and cat mom about the space uh you can find me on twitch.tv slash critical misses uh either on camera as a gm or behind the scenes uh producing streams there we have stuff monday wednesday friday and saturday um for more information just follow me on the social media Awesome, awesome, awesome. And finally, Kazoodle, where are you at these days? Where can we reach your your orb for pondering? Hello, heroes. I am James D'Amato. Uh, you might recognize me as the soon-to-be former host of the One Shot Podcast, the host of Campaign Skyjacks, and the author of the Ultimate RPG Guide series published by Adams Media, an imprint of Simon & Schuster. You can find my books wherever books are sold, and uh, you're listening to one of my shows right now, so I think <laughs> you know where to find my stuff. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, thank you all so much for playing. Thank you all so much for listening. Go out and tell those stories, and I'm going to get some food. <laughs> Damn it, I forgot to cash in my debts. <laughs> oh. ah. Bye, everybody. Bye. This episode of One Shot uses music from the following artists. Imperial by Midnight Daydream. Inferno by Andy Shaw. Accelerate by Luna Ray. Dance of the Dying Swan by Enoch Yang. Off-Road Mayhem by Christian Leo. Full Disclosure by Glass Eyes. And An Old Fashioned Magic Show by Dresden the Flamingo. This episode of One Shot was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find more of their work online, anywhere, at The Other Tracing. Well, that's it, everybody. That is uh, that is our Urban Shadows Adventures. Thank you for making it all the way to the end. I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. Uh, it has been it has been just the most amazing experience being able to host One Shot Network, and I. I enjoyed every second of it, and <laughs> to to be corny, to steal from Matt Smith, I will always remember when the doctor was me. <laughs>
that said, uh, again, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, of course, do all the podcast things. Make sure you subscribe and you review wherever wherever you're listening to your podcast. Now, of course, the listener surveys for One Shot Host Audition are coming out. And we'd like listeners to let us know how you feel about each candidate and their game, including this one. Uh, now, the links for each survey are going to be on Patreon, but for the public feed listeners, you can find the survey links at OneShotPodcast.com. Please support your favorites and help choose between all these talented performers. And seriously, I, while I still have a chance here, just a shout out to Super Dylan and to Renee. You all did a fantastic job and i hope that this is a uh, is a worthy entry into this competition um this is again i'm, I'm cheesing from uh cheek to cheek here <laughs> if you would like to uh spread the feel goods that i'm clearly feeling right now again i i implore you to make your way over to mauiunitedway.org and consider giving a donation to this incredible, incredible organization that's helping the fine folks at Maui get their life back together after just an unfathomable disaster. That said, for potentially the last time, I am your host, Noir. It has been my very pleasure to share a story with you. And uh, here's to many more. Bye, everybody. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.